парой шли вдвоем, а фонарики горели. И при виде их на момент прийти, и сердца наши замляли. Hello and welcome to the SRB podcast, where in each episode we discuss Eurasian politics, culture, and history. As always, I'm your host, Sean Guillory. The SRB podcast is sponsored by the Center for Russian, East European, and Eurasian Studies at the University of Pittsburgh and members of the SRB Table of Ranks, who give monthly contributions from anywhere between $5 to $25. If you'd like to support this podcast, go to my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Sean's Russia blog, or to the podcast website, srbpodcast.org, and hit that Patreon button and join the table of ranks. For the past few weeks, protests for fair elections and upcoming municipal polls have become weekly in Moscow and St. Petersburg, as thousands have defied authorities to attend unsanctioned rallies. The police crackdown has been particularly harsh in Moscow. Protests on July 27th and August 3rd resulted in over 2,000 detentions. Images of police in riot gear wrestling citizens to the ground and beating peaceful protesters were reminiscent of the mass protests against election fraud in 2011 and 2012. Members of the Russian Socialist Movement a small Marxist anti-Stalinist organization active in the Russian left, have been participants in local electoral campaigns and in the protests. Two RSM activists, Valeria Kovalishina and Ilya Budraiskis, talk about the Russian socialist movement, their electoral work, the protests for democracy in Russia, and what they mean for the future. I think that the idea now, in general idea about elections, is that you should charge by situation what can be done at this very moment. Yes. And in this very moment in Russia, all directions of political behavior, they are prohibited and closed for everybody. There is no politics in Russia. My name is uh, Valeria Kovalishina. I'm an accountant, a member of Russian Socialist Movement. I'm 36 uh, years old and I'm living in St. Petersburg for a years. I'm left and feminist. Russian Socialist Movement is the Marxist anti-Stalinist organization uh, which was uh, established in, uh, in the beginning of 2011. And uh, I will say that for now we are important and visible part of the radical left in uh, Russia, which in general is not so, so big. But according to the size of our radical left scene, our organization is, is quite uh, visible and uh, quite uh, widespread in the, in the country. Uh, so we have uh, branches in uh, Moscow, St. Petersburg, uh, Yekaterinburg, uh, Izhevsk and some other big cities. My name is Ilya Budraitskis. I am a researcher and a lecturer uh, in the Moscow School for Social Economic Sciences. And for last, I will say, 
20 or even more years I am uh, active on the left in, in Moscow and uh, in Russia. And uh, for the moment I uh, involved in the protest movement around the Moscow elections together with my comrades from the Russian Socialist Movement. The left inside Russia, they're roughly uh, divided into so-called conservative left and uh, so-called democratic or euro-left. If you are not against women's rights or if you're not homophobic, so you're euro-leftist. So uh, our main uh, like slogan that, that we used in the most of demonstrations and publications and, and so on is... Uh, Socialism, democracy, revolution. The idea was to construct a broad left. It means uh, that to present left ideas to a lot of people, we have to left aside some of our ideological disputes uh, to left them uh, to, to, to make something nowadays. In Russia, it's not about which type of left you are. It's about not being uh, oppressed by government, by neoliberal government, or by conservatives. Especially in uh, last couple of years after the annexation of Crimea and the start of uh, Ukrainian crisis, uh, most of the Russian left unfortunately moved to the very skeptical position toward the question of democracy. So I think that this tendency and this move of the many of the Russian left is very dangerous, and it's very dangerous potentially, because according to our analysis in the near future, we will have a huge protest movement which will be uh, definitely the reflection of the social uh, injustice uh, that we have in Russia. But at the same time, uh, it will be a movement which will be inspired uh, with the question of democracy and the, with the question of uh, democratic representation. The idea of joining left of all types for making a bigger organization and stronger organization, which could be probably presented at some elections. But the left in Russia, they are not fond of uniting. In Russia, elections play some kind of special role. Because our elections is not about challenging the current government. The elections uh, in Russia is about the legitimation of the current uh, political regime, which uh, used to be unchangeable according to its own uh, structure, its own character. So the uh, elections in uh, Russia play a role which uh, could be defined as a plebiscitarian role. a small window and in which we try to get through but of course for the most of us uh, cannot even reach it we can just see it that the elections are going by somewhere very close to us just watching them the russian socialist movement think that 
it's a good idea to take part in open and public politics to finally represent somebody except ourselves and to train those skills which we normally cannot train during normal life. I mean, we're speaking to unknown people, explaining them things, yes, learning how all that bureaucracy stuff is organized, going to courts. Normally, we cannot reach those things. Without elections, we're excluded. So, in this uh, situation, the main question of the electoral activity of the opposition is not uh, the question of propaganda. It's not the question how to change something inside the system, but how to use uh, the moment of uh, elections as the moment for the activation of some grabs of or some contradictions inside this machinery of uh, electoral authoritarian regime to develop the extra parliamentary movement. When I was given uh, my documents from Yablaka party to the election commission, and what they did with those, they just take a pen and make some dots and lines and spoil it. This is it, and it's spoiled. And they were laughing at us. And of course, they said that we're not registered. They thrown up half of my documents, thrown away, saying they were not presented. After which, we had two ways of what to do. Either we go to the election commission way, it means to the city commission, and then to federal one. Or we could go to courts. The same story they made with 80% of Yablaka's uh, candidates. Здравствуйте, дорогие останкинцы и гости нашего района. Я муниципальный депутат Останкинского района Цукасов Сергей. Сегодня uh, наш митинг посвящен so his name is, uh, Сергей Цукасов. He is active on the left from the early 2000s in Moscow. But during the last couple of years he also was very active uh, in the local politics in his uh, area in uh, Astankino. So it's a district in the north of uh, Moscow. He was Uh, elected with the local municipal deputy and also he became a leader of opposition majority in this local council and uh, he was elected chair of this uh, local council of Astankin. So that means that uh, from the beginning he had a very solid base uh, in his area. Uh, of course the first uh, part of the campaign was very special because it was about the collection of these uh, 5,000 uh, uh, signatures. Because it's very important uh, to understand that uh, now is, is uh, summer, so it's a time when many people they simply left the city. And of course, the Russian society and Moscow society is very suspicious, is very atomized, and it's very hard to ask people to give their passport details or to give their signature for, for something. So to collect uh, this uh, big number of signatures, you need uh, already to have some serious base of activists on the ground. And we, as the activists of the Russian socialist movement, were involved in this uh, process together with local activists. Of course, this uh, work was very intense 
and uh, for the last moment we were not sure that uh, Tsukasov uh, will be able to uh, collect all of the signatures. But finally he did it and uh, he was uh, officially registered as the candidate in this area. Unlike many of uh, the opposition candidates in other areas in Moscow, Today's uh, authorities, they are not paying attention to people, to normal people. They are doing everything, you know, over there in, in their Olympus. So the, the main thing that people want to know first, if you are uh, not from United Russia. For them, United Russia is already a kind of uh, negative label. And by the way, that is clearly um, uh, recognized by the city authorities because all the candidates from so-called mayor's list, they uh, presented themselves uh, in Moscow as independent candidates. The amount of people who are not interested in politics is getting smaller. So I, I will say that uh, def definitely you have two like levels of uh, questions that you normally discuss with the people. Uh, one is about some some general political issues, and another uh, is about the city politics, which, of course, is uh, extremely important and probably uh, even the most important in, in these uh, elections. People feel the economical weakening of the situation, and now they want to speak about inner problems. Official sociologist paints average uh, Russian person like the one who is uh, or a bucket of bread and sausages would let Putin do anything, and uh, which is totally different, stupid, homophobic, conservative. Yes, and uh, in this way, I think the government tries to divide us, average Russian people, you know. And when you speak with them, you find them very professional very strong, but what they lack only is the understanding. Together, uh, what they don't know is how to organize. Basically, because of the growing protest uh, vote, the vote not for something, but against the current regime. So it was uh, clear evidence uh, that the people don't want to confirm you know, the legitimacy of, of this regime, which uh, actually means that, you know, many of the common people in Russia, they have very deep uh, feeling and very deep understanding of how this regime is really organized and what is the real uh, role of the elections. So if you look through the history of the Russian protest during the last decade, you will see that elections was not important as the instrument, uh, as the elections itself, but it was always important as a, as a reason, as a cause for some kind of extra parliamentary uh, street uh, activity. 
that uh, exactly what happened in 2011 with the parliamentary elections and the, and the fraud. And uh, that is actually what is happening now with uh, uh, Moscow uh, elections and elections in uh, St. Petersburg uh, as well, because what uh, we have with these elections and the movement around these elections is that uh, the question of the legitimation uh, of the current uh, regime could uh, somehow be questioned by the massive movement from below. So first thing to understand is that the strategy of the authorities in any elections are based on the depolitization, based on the idea that the turnout on the election should be uh, should be predictable which means that it should be low in russian there is a special term uh, sushka like to, how to make elections dry they clearly understand uh, or they they deeply believe that they couldn't win uh, these elections without repressions, without arrests uh, and, uh, and so on. Uh, and I think this feeling, that this uh, deep belief in their uh, own possible failure in these uh, elections came uh, mostly from the experience of the regional elections from the last year, when they found that the previous dry way of elections is, is not working. And also they uh, realized that especially in Moscow, the true uh, opposition candidates in number of areas have a serious uh, chance to become uh, members of the uh, Moscow parliament, which uh, could uh, create a very dangerous uh, precedent for the further electoral uh, process. Of course, what we have in Moscow now very much connected with what we'll have in the coming years with uh, parliamentary elections in uh, 2021 and, of course, the presidential elections of uh, 2024, where uh, Putin could not have a right to, to, to be part of. So that's part of one big process that leads us to so-called uh, problem of 2024, the problem of the some kind of transition uh, of the regime. Last Saturday probably was the biggest and the most uh, intense protest that I uh, have seen for the last years. And the important thing about this was not uh, just the numbers, but the thing that this protest was nearly widespread in all the central of the city. So the, the people uh, start, start to form uh, groups in different parts of the center and the uh, uh, protest became really widespread and not uh, focused on one uh, place. So during all the day we have 
some demonstrations, uh, small protests, and some conflicts with the police in a very different part, uh, parts of the uh, center. Then, uh, just two days uh, after, the protest uh, was called by the Moscow mayor an uh, illegal attempt to attack the city government. And there was started a uh, in criminal investigation. A week ago, uh, Sergei uh, Tsukasov uh, was refused of the registration as the official uh, candidate, and it happened, of course, because uh, he openly supported uh, the protests uh, for, uh, during the uh, uh, last two weeks. So he was refused of this registration um, because of some incorrect uh, word or something like this in, the, in the, his uh, documents and of course it, it was uh, just an excuse to drive him out uh, from, the, uh, from the election. So now we, we, we have the ongoing political uh, crisis in Moscow with all these repressions, all these arrests, all these refusals for the opposition candidates to be presented in the uh, elections. And we see that the government implemented the repressive uh, scenario and of course they try to use the same methods than they used seven years ago to stop the uh, protest movement. But the situation is not the same. I, I think that the situation is quite unpredictable, quite interesting, and of course it became an integral part of the so-called uh, transition from the current regime with the parliamentary elections in uh, two years and with the possible presidential uh, elections in 2024.